The views and opinions expressed in the following podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the producers, the affiliates, or digital platforms hosting this podcast. All content is for the purposes of education, conjecture, and at times entertainment. We promote inclusiveness and diversity. Enjoy the show. Welcome to Into the Deep with Jay Caster. Welcome to Into the Deep. I'm Jay Costa. I am ecstatic about today's guest. She's an author and biohacker who happens to also be an herbalist, a singer-songwriter who guides people through meditation and sound therapy. Today's guest is Emil Michael. Emil had a desire to genuinely understand what true sound was all about, which led her to become a voice activation coach. We talk about so much in this episode. We talk about the use of esoteric knowledge from ancient civilizations, like the use and effects of frequency and vibration, and its correlation in music. And we even talk about one of her books, Where the Wild Herbs Grow, which has insights to the benefits that nature provides us. So join me as we seek light and journey into the deep with Emil Michael. Enjoy. Thank you so much for joining me today. I cannot thank you enough for your time. It really means a lot to me. Pleasure. Thank you. Well, if you wouldn't mind sharing with our listeners and our viewers who you are and what it is you do, my friend. Okay. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Emel Michael. Some people know me as Lulvia. Uh, it's a story behind where that came from. I have always been in the field of music as a singer-songwriter and then moved on to understanding what true sound was about and what it meant to really tap into music and the greater purpose for it. And so then I pursued the the. The, the kind of like to help people through meditations in corporate companies, um, facilitating 20-minute meditations here and there, and um, which was one of my passions. And also I'm a herbalist too, so I um, practice herbalism. I've written a book uh, which is out now, Where the Wild Herbs Grow and Wonders of the Universe, which is an insight for herbs that help your mental health, brain activity, memory, sleep, and prevention of Alzheimer's, which was a three-year project I dedicated myself to. Um, and I, I also love to paint and draw, but they're, they're the main things that I do and, and to be of service. Hmm. Well, thank you for all that you do and all that you give to the world around you. Truly appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah. So when you talk about, you know, you love music and you know, singer-songwriter, what what got you on that trajectory of, of music? So a singer-songwriter for me started at a very early age, 15, writing poetry quite naturally. And 
it was it was a pursuit to make myself feel good the music i realized was about self-expression so i could fine tune myself in making myself feel good then the journey of making other people feel good made sense that was the the mission you know for me then realized later on through the pursuit of being from 16 recording up until like i got to about 36 when i guess a pandemic hit um i realized that there was a greater purpose in music but it was the directive that i got in 2017 through my um otherworldly interaction with another being that was teaching me about what vibration and frequency was about i didn't put the pieces together until later on in in um, my research of ancient history which which was my encounter with thoth um that allowed me to go deeper into our frequency and vibration and um uh, a deeper understanding of what many ancient civilizations understood there was a triptych code they went by and i felt like i was remembering all of this so my path of music had to be realized through truth mm, i love that and so i guess when you did have that revelation you know my words not yours but i guess it, when you had that moment or that epiphany if you will mm. what was it about it how did you know that this was this was it this was the truth that you were were supposed to receive i when i was about eight i used to draw in this little book and i found it again when i moved and i was going through it and when i was flicking through i dated certain points of time like 1994 i had drawn a star and it was named dream star and then i have remembered what i saw a very, very bright, vibrant star that was pulsing in my in my whole being, in my face that I could see. And then I just went back into looking at the book. Again. I was like, oh, I remember that experience, that dream. And, um, and during 2021, I um, remembered that this book existed by Solara called Remembrance to the Starborn. It was the same star. So I connected the two and started reading some of the works that she had written. And it was very, very much linked to me. So she then, through my research, I realized in 1993, they went around and did an activation around Earth to awaken the starborn or to awaken the earth's heart within us all to anchor in this awakening of sort and then it just hit me that she had reached me and many i'm sure but i had written that dream in the remembrance of the action i felt in my own perception is what happened um which then reverted back to 2017 when i met the encounter that was teaching me about frequency and vibration there were all the same teachings but a different time and that's when it felt right that there was something that i had forgotten and um through my dreams some of them had said that we have a unique soul signature and each of that is a, a vibration um which 
if I can remember, it was 2019, uh, 14th of April. I, and this is in the, the memoirs. Your frequency carries your identity with the vibration, which is unique to your geometric pattern. You do not need to name it, but if so, then we'll carry a frequency. The word thence is the vibration to the form and being of which, as said before, travels through the space between which we cannot see. What might that be? Vibration. And then the epiphany sort of continued. Wow. Do you feel like everything leading up to that moment when you were living it might not have made the most sense or just felt like sometimes confusing or and then did it all kind of make sense once that moment in time occurred well i think for everyone to to um for your listeners uh, this question is really important because yeah at times when i was getting these messages i had this thought of there's an inner flame that no one could explain what it is and it's always been there and it cannot be quenched there was always a truth and a dream and a magic that felt like a child at all times that wonderment and it was always that that I believed in and the world around me was a projection of probably in my mind as well I thought there were other people's ideas and their own restrictions within themselves so at times I'd feel like am I am I just making this up should I really take my head out of the clouds and I thought well what is beyond the clouds are we in this box and people are so stuck in this containment that they cannot rise above it you know and always question obviously question but don't question your sanity because if you start questioning your sanity you'll never truly find the answer you know because all is one your mind is a part of the whole um so your soul signature is truth and if you listen to your inner intuition and what you feel is your truth will lead you to um i guess liberation of some sort Hmm. i love that i think i i I can align with a lot of that you know someone i also love music and as a musician you Mm -hmm. know got into music for a lot of the same reasons you know it was when you're younger, you don't realize it. We're just so self-serving, you know, we just, it, it feels good to express ourselves and get this out and these ideas and write these words and try to make sense of the world around us. Yeah. So, so when you, you had shared with us, like getting to that point where you realized that there was something more, that it wasn't about, and this is my interpretation of what you had said, that it became bigger or larger than you and mm. about everyone else yeah it, it did because I realized even even through some of the teachers that walked in into my life that um there is there is space and there is time and none of them can be truly truly measured so you can't really contain all the happenings that happen but just register them and learn from them and you know, karma will be karma means action so how you react to it in this lifetime will 
try to be as positive as you can even though some of it most of the things that can be like negative which is what you know what happened to me it made me kind of go into the darkness to really truly understand what it meant to to understand myself but others that are in pain you know um and it became it wasn't about me anymore you know because the question that I had when I had the breakthrough of changing my career as singer songwriter was what am I doing it for like what is the greater purpose you know like you say you you love music and we love doing all these things and it's almost like um we do it to make ourselves feel good but where are we going as humanity and then I was like what is it for and I realized then I had to change my perception of how I see myself I am a part of the greater whole um and we are all the children of light and we're here to experience the human condition but we could I think elevate ourselves through sound and this is what the ancients knew you know I I, I did a lot of research on that and it was it's true they did it was the key for them to unlock <sighs> how to tap into all that is right it's it's amazing to think that especially with music and you know culturally cross cultures mm. where music I used to always say, even now to this day as an adult, but as an adolescent, I felt music was this universal language that everyone mm. somehow, some way would feel. And you felt music. You didn't just listen to it. Some people listen to it, I'm sure. But like, for me, I felt music, mm. felt everything about it. And I gravitated towards it seemed like lyrics that were more positive and uplifting. So it's something to be said about sound and vibration yeah this is so important um it's like everything is a waveform and we are a part of that infinite wave we're atoms in this quantum field experiencing this human form in this simulation of sort and our reaction uh to to this realm is through our reaction to our emotions and environment but like for example your feeling to that a positive elevation is because it's a harmonic it's a beautiful geometric pattern that connects to what nature sounds like the beauty of the running river the sound of the bee humming that the bee humming could even be measured for, I think it's like um, I can't remember I'll find out that there's a certain frequency that a bee hums um that is harmonic i think it's five to eight hertz and you can find that in in nature so if we want to truly be in harmonics with ourselves we have to understand that the what nature's sound is and i think that's where you felt that positivity because you're connecting to all that is um and you know i felt like humanity in some port and some point created a way to contain our minds and our beings through a form of uh, natural law to human law which is part chaotic mm. that there is no balance in it you know and sound can be distorted in that way if you know how to control it um yeah yeah there's a it's a lot of uh depth into that i could go a bit more into it but yeah it's, i love how you tie it back and i agree wholeheartedly of just how it ties back to nature and what we learn from nature. And 
seemingly how far removed, at least, you know, for fast-paced society, we get so far removed from nature and what it offers us. And we forget that we are part of nature and we're not, it's, a, it's almost like we forgot. And like you said, you started remembering this, these ancient teachings and doing research. And, and so I have to ask, as you were doing this research, did it feel like it was making more sense on a deeper level to you? Yeah, it did. It When I, I had to go back into um, what ancient Samaria had to say, what um, the Mayans had to say, um, the Egyptians, and they understood the principle of measurement, which is aligned with the stars. Um, they work with pi, you know, the um, Fibonacci sequence is a form of, uh, I'm sure a lot of people in your audience know that Tesla had understood to, to create this number pattern. And it, it kind of starts off with the smallest of number, which is zero, and then it doubles, but it doubles in a certain pattern, which you can actually draw to make a, a geometric shape, you know, from three, six, nine, um, nine being the master number. And when I looked into all of these things, I realized that these correlate to color. That color is also a pattern that can be measured in the same form. And color is also shown as an emotion through the chakra system, through our emotional body. So then I realized that you could start to synergize through these harmonics that is within us, that have shown as through color, but color is all around. Like color is a form of sound waves that we see in this, this realm. And I understood the why that um, if I could master at least understand um, how I could attune my voice to some of these harmonics um, as the ancients did, you know, in certain sites, because there's certain sites that are put on an electromagnetic field like Averbury on Stonehenge, you know, that we could truly understand how that could then affect our brain activity. And then it goes deeper. So your brain activity then starts to pick up on, um, for example, gamma, alpha, um, and I, for example, through meditation, have felt like I've had downloads just by being in a higher state of consciousness. So if you can align all those things, you can control your body harmonics. So with sound bars and, and, and modalities like that, you can use that as a form of a tool, you know, um, to, to tap into that. And I thought, well, this would be a beautiful mission and somehow decipher through research um, put into this book, um, understanding, I guess, how the ancients understood it. And it's still a bit of a minefield, but um, I, I'll read you a little segment if you like. Please. So in, in part of the book, what I did was to plant medicine is, is one of the main things why the book came about. But if I was to lay it down to, okay, plants, they use the sunlight. The sunlight emanates the light, which is white. If you deflect it through prisms, all the colors of the spectrum. We're also all the colors of the spectrum with all the hues of red to purple, you know. And so that's when I realized that light plays an important part. And light is a measurement of sort that we also have within ourselves. 
which transposes into sound. Um, so these triptych code structures, which is in the book, are in three locations worldwide. How the three new civilization oceans part, the same philosophy is beyond me. The symbols mean the same universal religion called non-duality, where harmony is met by using these philosophies together. This teaching, wisdom, tradition, and self-empowerment are based on the number three. This teaching is a Latin word, coincidentia, uh, opistorum, is a Latin phrase meaning coincidence of opposites. It is a Neoplatonic term attributed to 15th century German polymath Nicholas of Cusa with his essay, Decota Ignorantia meaning union of opposites or harmony of opposites, forms the foundation of every ancient. So the Mayas, Mesoamericas left, for example, in, in the image you'll see that Mesoamerica, the pyramid, um, has a basic construct of the Mayan religion and is a harmony of opposites. And it has three windows. The Egyptian uh, worldview middle pyramid, again, has the three windows, Asia, has the three windows and they all show this through their construction um, which works with the sun this you know this the you've got the um you have the different sort of uh, cycles that we go through from new moons to um full moons from eclipses to the different seasons and it all works with the light and alignment with the stars which is in a way harmonic It's amazing, and it's, it baffles me that uh, you know we didn't learn so much of this in school, and that yeah. we were kind of almost left to assume that ancient civilizations were not intelligent, but yet there were all these mysteries. And I always was inquisitive, like, well, they had to have been intelligent. How could they have built all these things, done all these wonderful things? Where does it all come from? Yeah, yeah. And even if you were to look at the flower of life in the Forbidden City of in Beijing, China, um, and it was like home to 24 emperors of the Ming uh, I Qing dynasties, and like the Sphinx, the Fu dogs were a symbol of protection to the buildings and their inhabitants, and also they were con considered to be the guardians of knowledge. And under the poor, you have the flower of life. Fantastic. They they understood this, and it's like we we had forgotten. You know, it's weird. And I mean that in a good way. It's it's weird how now well, it's not weird. It's just great. It's uncanny that we're living in such great times because I feel like mm -hmm. a lot more people are open, mm. open, open hearts, open minds to mm -hmm. a shifting of the paradigm that's just kind of been existent for a while that we probably yeah. grew up in and we just felt like something was off. But now I feel like there are people who are opening their eyes, didn't mm -hmm. realize that we were proverbially asleep and that there is so much more information and knowledge out there. Yeah, there is. And, it, and it's in everything. Like they, the ancients had left it for us. Um, and I think that's probably why I had to wake up. Like yeah. one of the dreams that I had, it was quite intense. Um, I keep a dream book. Everyone should keep a dream book. Keep a dream book, guys. You never know, right? Um, and one of the things I had was like, I, I met this man. He had 
these deranged wide eyes, you know, and I looked at them and they had the galaxies in them. And he goes like, um, like I was telling this person to wake up. The galaxy is within you. Um, we need you to wake up to, to, um, to remember. And when I woke up after that, like, whoa, remember what, you know, I think we're walking all into a time of remembrance. So, um, and there are many people out there that are really doing their best, like yourself, Jay, to um, to to bring that awareness, you know. And I think if each of us can truly start to align with our heart's content and find compassion, kindness, and happiness within all those things, we will remember. But um, my my advice would always be: empty your mind as much as you can, because when the mind is full, there is no room for your own form of like meditation, your own form of like downloading from the universe, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. And I think that it's, it's especially challenging for a lot of individuals out there with, you know, busy schedules, busy mm-hmm. lives, single parents, if you will. I mean, there's a lot going on, um, a lot of stimulus and mm-hmm. distraction, lots of distraction. And, I feel like the work you're doing is you're, you're, you're opening up these pathways and these doorways for individuals to tap into something greater than themselves that they might not even realize is within them. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there is, there is this, this wonderful thing that I'm trying to bring to life and for people to start remembering how they can help themselves. Um, even how you can reharmonize yourself through uh, through sound and knowing that actually you or your organs have a frequency. And if I could put something together the best that I could and in a most simplest form for people to then listen to these hearts and these frequencies that can really help themselves. Um, because if our, for example, um, Dr. Raymond Rife was a great uh, scientist and he created this machine, you probably are aware, I'd say people do your research on Dr. Raymond Rife on his machine. And what he was able to do is tap into certain hearts and frequencies to target like cancer cells. Um, and he understood how to do that. Um, again, this is all through sound that we cannot see, but you could if you put a cymatics plate underneath it and then you would be able to see because sound is formation, you know, um, the heart, for example, is seven um, sixty-seven megahertz. Um, if you could retune the heart to that frequency, that would be uh, a way to help someone that might have uh, anxiety, that might have frustration. Um, also, within your guts is probably like your descending colon and your ascending colon. The five eight hertz megahertz is six three megahertz between 50 and 63 megahertz is the ones that you could play to help reharmonize these organs. Um, so all these little little clues are sort of, if you put together, make the bigger picture. And, and in the book, I've got like a harmonizing wheel that everyone can look at and understand, oh, if I do, if I play this, this will help this. Oh, if I eat this, this will help this. So for example, uh, lemon balm, which is one of my favorite herbs that I've written in the book for the children as well. Um, I've written a little song for that. Um, 
and it contains a compound called aminobiotic acid. Now that, in, in its purest form under a microscope, is a crystal. You know, so a crystal inserted into a giant crystal uh, is, is like data for our body to then use and put where it needs to be used for our, our electrical system, our neurons, to then use to rewire the neurological function because lemon balm helps your nervous system, helps with depression. If you have hysteria, it's one of the things that is used, even with um, herpes virus, because it's which latches on to your nervous system you end up having a flare up you know it's cold sore because your nervous system is going crazy but yet this plant has the magical formula for you nature nature <laughs> nature it's it's fascinating how so many of the you know the first people and they you know had to learn this on their own or was given this knowledge and it was passed on orally until writing and then it got lost along the way mm. also protected along the way and i feel so concerned about how how chaotic the world can be at times because we get so far removed in my opinion and we get so far removed from nature and love and compassion and empathy that we're so caught up in ourselves that you know we, we touched upon it a little bit earlier you know even just making music originally for self-expression yeah. why do you why do you think it's so challenging for individuals to move beyond self like what is the challenging thing for people uh, it is the it is the construction of their environment, which is forced upon many people to uh, try to move through it. You know, it's like if you're on a boat, you're in a stormy sea, it's hard for you to navigate in that storm, even though you're in the ocean itself with many others, um, it's all happening until you could probably find new waters and, and, and land and, and find an easy way to row. But sometimes you've got to go the distance. So most people are stuck either with the same patterns. So which is kind of like, okay, until they reach breaking point, um, which is the choice point. Um, the choice point is where you've got to make a decision. So I think because we're being put into a containment through indoctrination and so what we see, what we listen to, um, we get lost. But if you was to take a moment to turn your phone off, have a walk in nature and meditate, um, even if you wanted to go to a sound bath and have like a practitioner nearby who might even offer psilocybin for a ceremony, and which I've done in Estonia, um, my experience had been very expansive where I was able to connect to the mycelia, which is in all things. The mycelia is a part of us. We are the infinite network that is connected to the trees, that is connected to consciousness. It is an electrical system. So our brains, through stress, deplete, and our hard wiring gets blown. So we could find tools to help ourselves, like the psilocybin or meditation and sound baths. And you can become unstuck. So I'd say, look at what 
are you doing repeating what patterns are you repeating what's the uncomfortable feeling you keep meeting yourself and really look at that write it down and then ask the question are you ready to move on from it there's a lesson there um I think it's what happens and some people feel they don't have a choice if they've got kids and they're stuck in a job, you know, and I, and I know that it's one of the most hardest things to do. And if that's the case, create a little, um, a ceremony for yourself, a little ritual of how you could start your day and find, find fun in life again. That would be the key. How can you find fun in the time that you can? Cause it can, you can, you can and and you know I could offer that you know solutions and things like that so yeah does that make sense Jim? absolutely makes a lot of sense to me I think it's great now when you say you can help individuals with that you know please share share with us too some of the things with the different modalities that you use and some of the things with with the retreat and you know the herbalism everything share with us like some of the things that you, you do offer individuals so one of the things that I would offer is um, I would have a one-to-one chat with you to see where you're at, for you to speak to me and share what it is that you feel. And then I will then take that into understanding, okay, where is it that these um, these things are in your life and tapping into the person, you know. I then would take that and create a little program of, okay, where do we have room for you to then uh, make some changes, little changes, and often, and set yourself affirmations, daily affirmations. And then some herbs that I'd be able to then recommend for you to take, which will help um, wherever it's needed. You know, um, there might be a lack of serotonin in your body because of maybe an antibiotic that you took for a treatment that might not have agreed with you and then I would understand okay where the problem would be where your gut flora has been wiped and you're then uh, left with um, bacteria that you know can't be can't be rid of an overload of candida maybe on some women through stress so I could offer these things and even um, a sound therapy session too so I would cultivate like a, a whole spectrum of things to, to integrate that into someone's life where they have time. And they're the things that I offer and also my books. So my book, which is a digital download, if they wish to then expand their mind in their own time, have a read through that. Um, yeah. I love that. And I have to ask too, how long have you been a herbalist? How long have you been studying? And, and, and Okay, since 2020. Right on. I love that. So when was it ever an interest when you were younger? Did you, was it something that spoke to you right then and there? Like, what, what was that journey like? So in 2018, I started having these, 2017, the first dream of plants that started speaking to me was that I was shown uh, um, a glass dome with earth and I was looking at this glass dome with earth and then I was being told sing to the earth so I started singing to the earth uh, trying to find a note of some sort but when I started fine-tuning that in my own subconscious and yep yep no no just a bit like this and then I hit a note these 
shoots started growing from out the earth. And then I'm still singing and then I'd stop and then they would just shrivel back into the earth and disappear. And then I think, wow, this is cool. Let's try that again. So I'd sing to the earth and again, these shoots would grow and they would disappear when I would, when I'd stop. This happened a few times in the dream. And then um, the last time I, I sang, the shoots hit the surface of the dome to a point where it, there was a thud. When I woke up, I heard a thud in my room. And I'm like, what was that? Something about the plants. And then uh, not, not long after that, I, I dreamt of seeing colours and the earth was swaying and singing. I wasn't even on psychedelics. But the dream was the earth is singing and there's all these colours and there's this beauty. And um, I then felt like always a connection to nature in general. So I was connecting more and more trying to understand what are these colours I'm seeing? What is this song that I'm hearing? What is earth? Wow, that's loud. I don't know if you can hear that. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's um that's a Costa Rican firefly of some sort. If it's too loud, I might have to. No, shut the that's door. it's wonderful. It's it's in, it's making a cameo and it's welcomed. <laughs> there you go. Nature's communicating with us right now saying, "Well, hey." Absolutely. We're, we're talking the right language. Yes. And, and, <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then um, I, when the pandemic hit, I sort of felt a bit lost in myself. Like, what, what, what was I doing? Was a bigger purpose of things. And I asked, "Who am I?" And guys, if you are lost, always ask out and speak to your guides. Who am I? Show me who I can be or who I am meant to be give me some guidance and I went to bed and then um I woke up the next morning looked on my phone and had a recommendation from YouTube to watch Dr Sebi's documentary and when I of course Dr Sebi how could I forget and then I watched this hour-long documentary but during the duration of it he said some key things about herbs, red clover, burdock root, um, electric foods, uh, bromides, um, and all these phosphates. And I was just like, this makes sense. Red clover, where is red clover? I looked on my phone, red clover. I've seen this herb. I walked by it the other day. So with this newfound aha moment, I went and this feeling of excitement like a child, I went out and um, Jay, when I saw the whole load of herbs of red clover, I just thought, I'm, I am truly in awe of nature right now and I am listening, you know. Um, David Lombo would say quite often even to me, ML, are we listening? You know, through suggestion of someone else or through a suggestion through your phone or someone, you know. And I, I was listening and I made a snap, found out that this was red clover, the benefits of red clover that I actually my body needed. Next to that herb, there was, an, you know, next to red clover, there was another herb, then another herb, then another herb. 94 herbs later, you know, I started constructing this whole new joy of understanding what plant medicine was about, that these carbon chains within 
the 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 silica of the plant is a is a form of an atom that could help puzzle piece within our bodies that could help reconstruct those missing enzymes you know those the 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 molecular structure of 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 a plant is god and that is what we are and the revelation was born you know that this is my joy and how about then i can sing some songs about herbs that started happening naturally um, again walking in the fields and all these oxide daisies you know and then i'd hear okay get your phone and start filming like my my discovery of oxide daisy on my own and i'd, I'd start singing daisy daisy they call you a daisy oxide daisy She's good for your uterus, aminogog nutrients. She will help your womb. And then I was like, oh, that, the, there's something in that. And then started writing poetry and song for myself to remember. Right. And then it became, how about I can do this for everyone else? Ah, oh. oh, I love that. I love And that. then now we're here, you know, three years later. <laughs> There's the three. There's the three. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which is wonderful. And I think it's it's so profound that through music, through song and education, learning, and then disseminating that information for people to learn from and to, <laughs> to elevate ourselves. And I love I love that that was the experience you had. And that, oh, thank you so much for sharing that. You're welcome. You're welcome. I mean, uh, some of these songs, um, the whole 14 album has been finished. The last song was finished yesterday. No so, kidding. Yeah. So that's all been um, constructed. Right on. And I, I definitely would love to, to sing one at some point uh, for everyone. <laughs> that's awesome. Yes. And, and so... We've, I mean, gosh, most people would probably ask you, how do you find the time? You know, you're writing songs, you're writing poetry, books, you know, you're helping people with voice activation. I'd love to talk about that mm -hmm. as well, too. I mean, gosh. Okay, we can get into the voice activation. Um, that was shown to me in 2022 when I had ayahuasca. And it was my second ceremony. And... Um, know that the, the medicine is a form of like DMT that's released. So DMT really activates your electrical neurological function, but then it's almost like you're an antenna to shooting hours into like connecting to all that is beyond the paradigm that is this 3D reality. So it's like I connected to the higher aspect of myself and then I started hearing um, these melodies that was coming from nature through into the room and out on into the into the crowd of people because we were all sit in a circle and nature was behind me and I kept on being told turn around look at me don't turn your back on me I'm right here you're here because we are connected and so I, I started then connecting myself and being like a middleman for nature. So I felt like I had to have my hand out and then carried the frequencies that I could start to see through the ayahuasca. Then I was shown how color is emerged with sound and how it's all intricately, it's put into a centrifugal force, which is where the music is, is housed through the person who's playing the instruments or the guitar, the shamans playing the songs. And then I remember like, 
um, seeing the colors of, of sound in different spots where a song would be sung in a certain set sequence, I was hearing other little nuances that need to be put in. We need to play. We're too strict on this rigid format. Let's play. So I was being shown I could play with this, uh, with these different melodies and frequencies. And then I remember looking and looking at this guy who was trying to sing, but he couldn't. And then I, I felt like I can help. And I was shown like, yeah, he's got blockages here, 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 here. Let's just fine tune them with my voice and my hands and reconfigure where the blockages are and shift them into the center and out. It will come out through his voice. And that's when I was showing the voice activation. So through knowing where those points are within the person and not touching the person as such, but moving around the area or the auric field of someone or electromagnetic field of someone where they've incurred trauma. Trauma is a set of disharmonious um, uh, lodged in, in in places within us in a, into our memory banks that I could dislodge and somehow I, I've been able to do this before I was told but it was about time I remembered so I was working on him during ceremony and I could see that colors were being released out of him mm. which needed to be set free um, giving him the voice finding his voice and then and that's how it was burst. I was able to understand that the human body is a fine tuning fork and that my ancestors used to do this, but it's been forgotten. And it's about time that I was to remember because my soul is very old and I was shown that I was a very old woman um, in this experience. And so I started the voice activation through my seminars in Amsterdam and it was a 45 minute set and I created uh, a track and then I would play live with these binaural beats, these set frequencies which are aligned with Earth's resonance, the Schumann resonance. Um, certain tones were put in and I was then working to get people to start singing with me through the mantras. Then I could feel into everyone in the room and do the same thing, but on a mass scale. And people found their voice then because they were free from worry. I gave them the container and then I realized this is how we can help each other. Giving people a space in a, self, in a container where they feel that they can just sing. And I'm going to be the facilitator for it. It's not just about me holding the space as a sound healer. What is a sound healer? We're all we're all musicians. We're all we're all instruments in this in this world. We just need to learn how to sing together again without judgment. Oh. That's how that's how it began. Yeah. Wow, I love that. Learning how to sing together again. That is wow. And and you remembering this like on a deeper level of remembering um this lost information you know that was unlocked and did you feel that a lot of that was unlocked after that ayahuasca experience more so so that everything felt a little bit different yeah i um i received certain keywords that i've written about in the book about 
how to truly crystallize your being um, by understanding that we wear our words. What you think will also become. So not just what you say. That the thought is a pulse, is a waveform that you're sending out into the quantum. And I was tuning into all of that and bringing it in and embodying it. So I practice it. I don't just experience it and then forget about it. I'm like, right, so how do we do this? Really, you know, because after my experience, I then put that into practice with the, the seminars that I did and the um, events that I, I held that I still hold, even being here. Um, but it's about singing together and also actually truly finding the right tones. That's what I got my last ceremony that there is a lost song the songs of the ancients and the stars are lost and we will remember there will be a remembrance of that and it's coming and it's um there are no words to it i don't think it's more like there's a melody and it does something to us because yeah, I, I wrote about that in one of my memoirs about how um, we will then communicate in symbols again. It's fascinating because we think on so many different levels how through antiquity we've seen different civilizations. You know, you went for the, you know, going back to early form of writing, cuneiform, um, you know, glyphs of different kinds. And mm -hmm. I, I find it so fascinating that now, and I know it's for different reasons, but you know, people on their on their phones and everything, they're using emojis to communicate mm -hmm. just symbols again. And yep. it's it's fascinating to me because when you said that, it I've felt this for a while that we're gonna go back to back to symbols again. Symbols and sounds, tones, frequency, vibration, like the things that transcend language belief systems all of these things that unify us mm -hmm. as as beings that we all feel and can mm -hmm. recognize yeah so exactly go on no 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 i'm, I'm good no I'm, I'm, you had a thought so let's go with it <laughs> so there's many angels obviously like you're saying the cune form the sumerians they all had a form of, of symbol writing right and uh, one of the past life memories I had was writing in all well, like Celtic or Mayan. I was writing the symbols and I I started then, I had never pursued it, but writing my a language and finding all the alphabets for it. And I'm like, what am I doing? So I kind of stopped that. I stopped the process, but then I, I should look back um, and understand what, what was this being within me trying to say so sometimes we, we stop ourselves we can be our worst enemy sometimes but I think just delve in and um in on the 18th of May 2021 I had a dream where it was like humanity has to change earth becomes one color communication through symbols name changes to a symbol find my name in a symbol and that that's what I got um, language, race, religion, we all need to move past this and see that we are all one. 
barriers to come down for us to see beyond the constraints and idea of boxing things into categories. A flower is a flower, but there's a million different types, but they're all seen as flowers, nothing more or less. And um, inner balance means you are your own source and that your next step is to pull your own source with another, which means that we can dream of a world that is that has balance, a life of peace and harmony with all sentient beings. Action on this every day, being kind to all, being selfless where you can to make it so. And then in, on the 24th of December, I, I heard Lovia. And then um, it was called out to me. And um, which means Lovia is a comparable to the tree of life. Is the beginning and the end of all things that manifest themselves. Uh, which is interesting because during the duration of eating the herbs, this is where the, the language was coming in, which is know thyself human. Um, as is within, is without. Um, and the Tree of Life became a very important segment into some of the research that I was doing, ancient history, which is the symbols. So, for example, um, Irish Tree of Life, if, you, if everyone looks at that, they'll see that's a symbol. The Celtic Tree of Life, the primordial water symbol is important. And the links of nature with the ancients were teaching us the cosmic connection with plant medicine, their power with symbols, and the science behind the universe's relation to the earth and other planets. So there's no coincidence there. And the tree of life was a magical tree that grew in the center of paradise, as mentioned in many scriptures and all over ancient cultures worldwide. Then came Apsu, the watery deep beneath the earth and the tainment, the personification of the salt waters or primordial waters flowered from its roots. Now that's one story to tell the grandkids. There's so much mystery that links to these illustrations, which people can find all in my book. And the tree is described in Genesis, the biblical tree of paradise, evolved directly from this ancient symbol. It is a symbol from which the Egyptians, Islamic, Nordic, Scottish, and Irish tree of life concepts originated. Uh, so as the cylinder seals, dated back 45,000 years old, kept by the priests of astronomy. Again, with the first millennium Mesopotamian seal, showing the, a worshipper and the fish, garbed sage before a stylish, stylistic looking tree. Uh, I'll leave it at that for now. Oh. Awesome. It's fantastic. A lot, a lot of research clearly went into this too, because you're bringing up so many, so many different paths and, uh, you know, through antiquity um, and just the congruence between the different civilizations, which is, I think, fantastic that a lot of people just aren't aware of. Um, they haven't been made aware of. So I'm grateful for your your book that people can and, and where's the best place folks can find the book title and how can they find it so where the wild herbs grow and wonders of the universe is found on my website which is www.mlswonderland.com um it's only digital download at the moment i don't have a manual copy that will be going out um but there will be at some point but I think for now that somewhere that people can can get it and keep it, carry it wherever they wish on their tablets. Um, 
and it's it's like let's build the bigger picture and i think through through actually listening to harmonics and playing my flute and doing the meditation and eating this the plant medicine you know of all the 92 herbs i'd found and just all scoffed down we you know we can really tap into all that is like which is which is within us and the book has a, a very easy to follow breakdown of what i just said if some people have just gone it's all over their heads you, know, you talk about my name i'm talking about symbols and then i talk about people's names will become a symbol but everything has a symbolic meaning you know the um, through sound we have imagery so we have to expand on that you know what does that look like um yeah no, earlier you had brought up, you know, with your experience with the entity. Um, and, you know, for those who don't know, uh, Thoth, um, did you figure out after the fact that that is what you, or uh, the the energy the, the being the entity that you were communicating with? Or was it something that you knew about beforehand well, I came across Thoth through a women's circle in 2018, and I um, had a reading from this woman. And, you know, I was a bit skeptical of what she had to say, but when she sort of said, um, you're not here for a reading, you're here to be told to remember who you are, your ancestors were healers. Um, I was like, yeah, my great great grandmother was, and they're upset that I never learned the techniques. And she would help people in Cyprus in the village. Apparently, my grandmother would tell me the big cues, and she remembers as a little kid uh, watching all these random strangers turning up and grandmother doing all this stuff. <laughs> and so, anyhow, like after that meeting with her, she said, "I'd love you to join our women's circle, and but you know, it's up to you if you wish to join." and what that means is you get to just work on your abilities. I thought, well, what do I, what have I got to lose? Life is about experiencing, no fear. And so I went and um, it was, it was at that point I had the encounter of, of Thoth because she sort of uh, <laughs> changed her demeanour so we all start. We all started, you know, standing up. We said a little prayer. We, you know, asked for guidance from our our guides and spirit to uh, help us through this um, this you know this circle and this space and this time together. And we all sat down. Then we did like a meditation on grounding ourselves, working through our nervous system, uh, realigning our energy centers, and then we we did a, a segment of cleaning the ocean and that was working with a, a dolphin and with an assistance with um, uh, the, taking the net and cleaning the rubbish and then after that process you know I completely forgot about it but then during that time that's when her body language changed and she saw, started seeing differently and uh, all the women in the circle had their hand out like this I'm just freaking out What's going on? What are they doing? I'll just do the same thing, <laughs> you know. 
<laughs> and like, you know, what, what what does one do? Anyhow, so I'm sitting there, and then that's when her voice changed, and she sort of said, um, her greetings, my dear. Uh, you have We've been waiting for you for a very long time and you have many gifts and in time you will learn how to use them. You will advance quickly. However, you won't learn them all here. My dear, I'm so glad you're here and what a gift it is to have you among us. A word of advice. Do keep your mask on, my dear. And I'm taking this all in and trying to remember as much as I can because I've written it all down. Um, and... I just took it all in and then the energy of the room had become less dense. And then she just sort of sat back up and all the women put their hands down. And when she sat up, she started having these hiccups like <laughs> constantly. I'm thinking, is this for real? Like what just happened? And so I went home after that, went to bed and um, I had a dream that I was on the ground and I was in the desert and there was a figure that was walking towards me and I could see his feet ankle high um, with the wind, with flames around this being and it was approaching me and I felt an arrival and a presence and it felt like it was Thoth, you know, and then I realised when I woke up after that, had I met this presence? So I started my research then I found out that Thothas also was a scribe through Egypt, wrote this language, taught, then found the um, Emerald Tablets, really went in deep with that, truly tried to understand the language, um, talking about frequency and vibration and moving through spirals and through the corridors of time, how we are all children of the light and teaching us through uh, keys to ascend from darkness into the light. And um, then more things, you know, started coming in and I looked at my phone and I saw like four new friend requests from cleaning the ocean companies. I was like, did it, did, did it really happen? Did we clean the ocean? But then I realized, of course you did. The power of the mind, you had the will to do something energetically, it did something. And the universe showed you through a manifestation of the will of others that are doing the same thing. And then, you know, I then started having further information given, uh, which is like arrival in Egypt's dream. This was like, um, the Thoth experience was in 2018 in February. And then in March the 10th, I had, I was in Egypt in this, I looked through a hole in a wall and noticed ornaments and tall pillars that were standing alone from the ceiling. And they were, they were scattered, and four pillars. And then somehow I'm in the room now and the tops of the pillars were glowing a lightish blue light. And then I felt the life in the room was alive. Um, and then I walk up to a wall that starts to speak to me telepathically. And it seems conscious and liquid-like. And then it asks me, Am I ML? And I say yes. And then the wall seemed to have absorbed my name. And again, ML was resonated back at me and through me to confirm like my name, ML, ML, who came through me. And then it's like it activated something further, like it was waiting for me to arrive. 
And um, then I turned to face another wall and that was also the same consciousness and I woke up. Um, yeah, and I started really truly understanding that to understand the past is key because we are th going through a time of awakening through our amnesia. It's so important. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. And I think it's so important for people to realize that, it, to remember on a deeper level and how through symbolism, through sound, nature, um, these seem to be the tools the ancients have used and, the, you know, the reason that they've tried to carry them on through whether it's mm -hmm. stories orally or through carvings, art. Um, I would even say through song as well too, you know, with scales and, you know, there are certain songs that, you know, you hear on a flute and you wonder why you feel or think those thoughts and those feelings when you hear a certain sequence of notes played through a flute there's something that it does it activates mm -hmm. something truthfully mm -hmm. funny enough as i'm sitting here listening to what you said i'm hearing um something in my head which was a song that i had heard in a dream and i, I recorded it but I never took it further it was like on the ancient lands we walk, standing side by side. From the ancient lands we walk, hoping to become one. And then it kind of had that feel to it. Mm. It's beautiful. You haven't recorded that yet. No, I just it just came to me, and I'm like, oh yeah, that one. Mm. Wow. Yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Thank you. No, thank you. I think we're we're pooling together here. That's what we're really doing. It's uh right through mm. conversation and energy and sound, and that's. You know, if you're supposed to remember this song, you know, if you're supposed to, whatever it is, we're supposed to absolutely have this conversation and um, it's greater than us. Oh, wow. Well said. It is greater than us. It's not about me. It's about we. It's not about me. It's about we. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. 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 Um, and I'm so grateful. <laughs> I am. I feel such such joy right now and uh and just an inner peace um not that i didn't feel peaceful before but there's something to be said about when everything is on the path and everything is unfolding the way it's supposed to yeah and so with that if the tree of life is the end of the beginning What's interesting, something that I've written, is Jesus refers to himself as, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning, the end. And um, this can be depicted through um, 
carvings, like an ancient Greek boulder on a wall, Greek symbols of Alpha and Omega, um, the Ankh, if you pay attention, look at that. No coincidence if you're a mathematician, you'll understand. Um, Vikings and Norse symbols, sacred symbols of the power, water spirit, and um, even the links of nature with the ancients teach us the cosmic connection with symbols and the science behind the universe's relation to the earth and other planets. So it's a, a language that we're learning to remember. And my mission is to do that through sound. But it's not about me. Know that I am a part of everyone. That this is something that we're all learning and remembering together. But I'm putting my hand up and volunteering to do my best to work with people as I help myself to help others. Well, I think it's wonderful. Um, I think it's one of those things where we're reaching, in my opinion, we're reaching a point in time and space where I think the collective consciousness and that, that vibration is, is rising. And it's going to take that collective thought and will. Um, so I think these conversations are important because I think they wouldn't have occurred. I know they didn't occur as frequently as they do now. They weren't as socially mm -hmm. accepted. Maybe people mm -hmm. just kind of passed it off as maybe nonsense or quote unquote, it's just hippie talk or whatever. I think people are now more open to the ideas and to the feelings that there is truth within this. Mm, really well said, Jay. I love that. I love that. And, you know, as you were speaking, I was thinking, how could we all enter the same point in time with, without an event? I wish I could put on a, a large event for 2,000 people and we can all have the same intention through a sound journey, right? Anchoring in a primary event to enhance not only our electromagnetic field, our mental state, but our will to anchor in what peace feels like and really project that through and if we can gather 2,000 people great you know um, but maybe if everyone was to at say seven o'clock or eight o'clock for five minutes um, close their eyes and just imagine peace within themselves and if 2,000 people every evening wherever they are on the round of the world uh, for from like eight o'clock to give themselves 10 minutes and do that maybe at that time we'd see earth receive that <laughs> i love that i love that and i know that if we uh, account for time zones and everything else we figure out that one time and if we can get people on board let's do it you know if mm. someone's someone's got it going on then let's you know Let's get the information out there and share so that we can all be on the same page at the same time, putting our will together for the greater good of all of us. Yes. Mobilize. Yes. 100%. Yeah. Love this. Now I got to ask too, is um, with your books, um, retreats, everything else, is all that information all, is that also on your website as well? So, yeah, people can read up about my voice activation for retreats or if they want to have a one-to-one, -one, they can. The book is on there too. 
um, the her book for children. And there is a membership area as well. So there's some there's a portal there that people can uh, become a member and then receive more information, um, voice activation lessons, and and some of the um, ancient teachings. And if they can't get through, just let me know. But it's all there. Yeah. That's awesome. And where else can folks find you? Uh, I know you're on Instagram. How can folks find yeah. you on Instagram? So you can find me on ML underscore Michael. And uh, there's there's also another account, ML's underscore Herbarium. So you can find me there. And also I am on Spotify if you wish to listen to some of the other songs that I've written that are out there on YouTube, my YouTube channel. Just type in my name and you'll you'll see some of the other stuff that I've been doing if you wish. Um, and if you're someone that wants to put on an event somewhere around the world, again, you know, you can reach out to me via my email. It's all there. That's awesome. And, and we'll be sure we're going to have that all in the description below, um, whether people are listening to this or whether they're watching this, they'll be able to access all that information so they can find you and you'll be a lot more accessible to them. (laughs) Yeah. Amazing. So I got to ask in your feelings, in your opinion, in your being in this moment, what do you feel needs to be shared the most? It's okay to doubt yourself because doubting self means you're truly starting to tap into a deeper aspect of what self means. And self is something that's not separate from everything. So know that you are connected to all that is. That there is nothing that is inside of you that's outside of you. Everything is all connected. And um, you are never alone. Like aloneness is coming into oneness and through the acts of kindness compassion and happiness walking these practices really truly embodying it will make you feel so much more complete doing three acts of kindness don't tell the person you're doing it whether you give them 20 dollars speak to homeless person ask them any stranger how are you today that would be my words for this evening Thank you, Amel. I appreciate that. And what about yourself, Jay? What would your last words be? Oh, gosh. <clears throat> last words? Mm. I'd like to think of it as more of a uh, maybe last sound or last, because I don't know if my words wouldn't be transcribed for another to understand, then maybe it would just be that vibration of love and that tone that I could resonate. Maybe it would be just be. Just be. And that can be love. That can be peace. And that anything that you think or you feel about another, you're feeling about yourself. And so mm. shift that. And just, mm. just feel and be. And as long as you be, everything will be. And um, I think it's important for us to continue to share love and peace and just just be ourselves. Um, 
I guess. I mean, it's not so profound, but it's just, that's what I felt no, in that moment. Nothing, <laughs> nothing we, we shouldn't exaggerate how big or small something is. Just know right. that right. it's sending waves. Right. Like, I just want people to be, you know, we're human doings a lot of time instead of human beings. And I feel like bringing that back to just being ourselves and loving, you know, one another, loving ourselves, starting with yeah. good, proper self-care, you know, and letting that resonate outside of ourselves. You know, I think too often there are so many gaps and holes that people are trying to fill within themselves emotionally, psychologically, where we get caught up in these traps and pitfalls and people will turn to substances that maybe don't help them, but maybe they're numbing things or maybe they're distracting themselves instead of trying to be themselves and knowing thyself to allow themselves to then be and resonate so that by being ourselves, we can then accept and love others around us. Because I think that's the important part is we're missing that fact we're missing that point that we are, if we are all one, and if I'm having a conversation with somebody, it's just, in my opinion, in my view, it's another version of myself in space and time, ex experiencing life through different eyes and senses and everything. So I will show a courtesy because it's all a ripple effect. Mm. And I, you, I and I, it's the same that I will be experiencing that or I am experiencing that simultaneously. You are you only in my mind, but everything is I. So project that love, project that peace and, and build that harmony by being. Yes, beautifully. Really, really well said, Jay. And mm. um, really, thank you. And I mean, they're the most important things, I think. And do three acts of kindness for yourself. What what could you do to be kind to yourself? Because when you're when you're happy within yourself, yeah, it will it will be a ripple effect externally. And if you're not happy with yourself, how can you find ways to make yourself happy? I love that, and I love that you said that earlier in our conversation. Is in that time that you have, find something fun. Do something fun, something that brings joy, because I think we can all relate that when we are feeling good and we are happy, there's a certain energy that's just coming out and mm. everyone can feel it. Everyone. Mm. Whereas like maybe if we're a little sad or a little down or upset or stressed out, people can feel that too. And we're not at our best. So learning to kind of move through those moments and the, those feelings yeah. just ebb and flow with it like nature. And yeah get back in you know yeah ride that wave yeah 100 percent. easier said than done at times i absolutely know that but it it doesn't have to be challenging no know that pain is a teacher and through through um dark times it adds to spiritual substance and that if you can break through that you're you're having a breakthrough this is key um, we we all feel like uh, less of ourselves when we're not um, in sort of I guess in that space of of at our best. But you sometimes have to go through that darker aspect of self to truly rise, you know. Um, but yes, that's what I would say. 
I love that. It's so true. The pain, it teaches us so much. <laughs> it does. It, it's a wonderful sentiment that we can still come back and hope that we can continue to love after pain and then to also be mindful that others are in pain. So we should yes. show them love and that courtesy. There is, um, there's one thing I'd like to read if I may. Yes, I absolutely. Um, letters from the ancient ones, February, 1989, a message to the world of the blue. We have been watching your progress. Over these past years, we have been watching the technology and the growth and of your population. This has been worrying us. And of your aggression, there is an escalation in your world that we are concerned about. We see the conflict growing day by day. Technology has taken over your minds. The machines are running your lives. You are ready to destroy a world. You all lost the sensation of love. You are going to a point of no return. If you do not listen to us, we cannot help you. You have a beautiful world. You have only one. My name is Isioli. So from that, you know, don't allow technology to take over your minds. Do those three acts of kindness for yourself and for others and try to give yourself that 10 minutes of meditation and anchoring in peace within yourself and through your turmoil reach out to someone and don't feel alone and that's why we're here you know myself and Jay for example why Jay is doing this program is for us to use technology for the betterment and there you have it I can't thank him enough for all your time your space and your energy if you want to find out more about Emil and her music, poetry, and her books, be sure to check out emilswonderland.com. You can also find Emil on Instagram at emil underscore Michael. If you're watching this episode, we sure hope you subscribe to the channel and hit that notification bell so you can find out about our new bi-weekly releases. If you're listening to the podcast, take a moment and rate it. We are still a new podcast, believe it or not. So by you rating this episode, it truly helps us reach more people. So thank you. Until next time, take care of one another and keep thinking for yourself.